This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up with the one show giving you the truth about personal finance? This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, you can do that easily by clicking email the show or any of the social media links at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. First of all, on the hit list today, after-tax 401k contributions. Should you ever do this and why? A little bit of background on the 401k. It's been around for many, many years. I can't remember the year that it passed. The 401k has evolved over the past few decades. Lots of flexibility in the way many folks in the U.S. save for retirement. Many companies offer their workers more than one option to how to use these accounts. And if you have these options available to you, pre-tax contributions, Roth 401k contributions, how about after-tax contributions? The majority of Americans with 401k plans opt for pre-tax contributions to their 401ks, which lowers their income tax bracket, or lower their income tax bill, I should say, because any money going into the 401k is not taxable income to you. Uh, there's a tax incentive, in other words, but there are many other reasons to consider the other options. Uh, 401k is a work retirement plan that allows you to save for retirement. Your contributions are withheld from your paychecks. You can even get a match from your employer. Everything in the growth of the growth of the account grows tax deferred. And depending on how you made your contributions, pre-tax, Roth 401k, after tax, you could have pay some taxes when you make the withdrawals on the back end as well. Or not as well, because that would be the only place you pay tax if you made a pre-tax contribution. So, 7 out of 10 large and mid-sized employers now offer a Roth 401k options. Many workers also have the option of paying tax up front on their contributions, then taking tax-free withdrawals in retirement. A much less common 401k option uh, is the after-tax contribution. Like a Roth 401k, an after-tax 401k contribution is made after taxes are paid. Like a Roth 401k contribution, earnings grow tax-deferred. However, unlike a Roth 401k, 
The earnings on the account are taxed upon withdrawal. The after-tax option predates the Roth. And of course, if you're saving for retirement and wish to do it on an after-tax basis, the Roth 401k option is the better one. So why would you pay taxes if you don't need to? Well, maybe you need an emergency savings, emergency fund. Was it 40% of households lack the savings to withstand a financial issue in their household? 40% lack the savings. So maybe this is a way that you can get yourself moving towards the right direction of saving money. Because in a 401k, it's taken right out of your paycheck. Right out of your paycheck, put in the plan. And obviously, there's, it makes it a little more difficult to uh, get access to that money. And like a savings account. An after-tax 401k account can offer convenient, disciplined way to create a designated emergency fund. This fund can be used to cover unexpected expenses without dipping into your pre-tax savings, which can jeopardize your retirement. Uh, if it turns out you never need that money for an emergency, it becomes an additional source of retirement savings. With the after-tax option, you can easily access your after-tax emergency funds if you need them subject to plan rules and provisions. Generally, your contributions can be withdrawn anytime tax-free. That is because you put them in after tax. Why an after-tax 401k and not a Roth 401k? While both types are funded with after-tax money, withdrawals from Roth 401ks come out with, come with more restrictions, including penalties if you're not 59 and a half. You must have had the account for like, at least five years and have reached the age of 59 and a half. So there's a more flexibility of making withdrawals pre-age 60 if you make a 401k contribution that's after tax. So there's one benefit. What about some other benefits? Maybe you've maxed out your pre-tax contributions. If you make a high income, you've already maxed out your pre-tax contributions in your 401k, which is 19000 uh, under age 50, 25000 if you're age 50 or older. After-tax contributions may make some sense for you because they will enable you to put more money into your 401k plan. Example, for those under 50, you can contribute up to $56,000 in a 401k if your employer will allow it. Uh, that figure includes pre-tax, Roth 401k, and after-tax contributions. If you're age 50 and older, the limit you can put into your 401k in total is $62,000 a year. So in essence, you make the maximum pre-tax contribution, maybe put in a little extra after-tax. Is that going to help you? Well, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve in your financial life. That's why you only got to work with an independent fee-only certified financial plan planner. Some retirement plans actually allow participants to convert they're after-tax 401k dollars to Roth 401k, and this is the big one. This is one that used to not be allowed until recently. Uh, because back in the day, if you made after-tax 401k contributions, it just made some things really wonky when it came to spending the money. Not anymore. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't know if there's a limit. You know, According to Kiplinger, talking about this article here, uh, some plans may not allow, but I'm not aware. I've never seen one. So if you have after-tax contributions in your 401k and you got pre-tax contributions in your 401k, uh, they're going to separate that out typically on your statement or some way to let you know how much growth is attached to pre-tax, how much growth is attached to 
after tax but those contributions usually the contribution amount in total can be rolled over to a Roth so it's a one way to get a big chunk into a Roth IRA after retirement uh, what about your income is volatile well you may want to do a 401k after tax contribution because it can help you in your lean years because you have access to those funds of being of the 401k after tax contribution so it's just one of the nuances of retirement planning that comes along with retirement plans any person that's involved in these discussions has looked at the rules regarding iras and how to spend them pre-age 59 and a half which can be done or looking at required minimum distributions which are have been for many years age 70 and a half even though congress is trying to extend that to age 72 my point is saying all that is every time well um every basically every retirement plan with a tax incentive has a lot of gray areas you can do it this way slightly different if, if it fits your circumstances or that way if it's best for you it's just not as plain and simple in these retirement plans because there are workarounds there are loopholes there are strategies that can be used if it's right for you now an after-tax 401k contribution is not gonna be right for a lot of people uh, a pre-tax 401k contribution is not going to be right for some people or the Roth 401k would be better. The idea here is figure out what you, what you're trying to do. What are you trying to do in retirement? Are you trying to retire early? You're going to work a long time. Are you behind in saving for retirement? Do you need to really get aggressive with your investment strategy? Is your income going to be the same in retirement as it is while you're working? Or is it going to go down? we got to figure out all these things. And then put together a plan based on how much you can save of the best place to save it. What the best places to save and invest for me may not be for you. The best place to save for someone wanting to retire early may not be the same as the best places to save if someone's going to retire at, say, age 70. And then all the things that have to be considered in determining the best places to save, depending on taxes, how that money is going to come out, and what type of tax rate you're going to be in. The more taxes you pay today, the less retirement savings you'll have. The more taxes you pay in retirement, the less income you'll have in retirement. This is a big chunk of what retirement planners do. And if you don't feel like you're getting the advice from your financial salesperson that you deserve, get a second opinion on it from an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Right, I'm going to take a quick break. Be back with you right after this. Stick around. More good financial talk is on the way. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor. 
but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice, buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Take an advantage over your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Once again, to talk insurance and risk management is Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home and auto insurance agency right here in Middle Tennessee, actually Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. 898-0053 is their phone number online at MIDTNINSgroup.com. I was reading over this article, Prudential, Prudential, one of the fourth, the fourth largest U.S. life insurance company, will reclassify e-cigarette users and treat them as smokers. How much is a smoker insurance policy for life uh, increased? Considerably over a non-smoker, for it's like sure. Fifty percent, according to this article. Sure, it's gonna it's gonna greatly increase costs for those people. Have you written anyone in the last year or two that that vaped, used e-cigarettes, and life insurance, and was it just left off, or how did you have to answer that question, or how do you still have to answer that question? Because I assume. That Prudential is one of the first to classify e-cigarette users as traditional smokers. Yeah, I've never even seen it asked before. So could you say yourself as a non-smoker? Um, sometimes they do ask the question, are you a nicotine user? Then you have to say yes there. Yeah, you have to say yes if you vape with the nicotine or you use chewing tobacco or dip or you know something like that. Prudential is one of the few that actually doesn't classify smokeless tobacco the same way they classify smokers. Right. Uh, but across the board, typically, if you use any type of nicotine, yeah, you're getting rated as a smoker. Yeah, if they just happen to find it in your system when they do their their analysis, you know, your urinalysis or your your blood sample, then they're going to find it. Fifty percent more for life insurance if you smoke, and that could be any form of nicotine. And that's when they find it. The question used to be asked: Do you smoke more than twelve cigars in a year? You can say, "Well, I smoke cigars, but not more than twelve in a year." What they're looking for there is occasional cigar use. You should come up nicotine-free on your yes, test. Yes. If you test positive for your for nicotine, then you're a smoker. You must have had it in there yesterday. <laughs> you smoked that cigarette last night or that cigar last night. Right, right, right. Um, is there any change? What do you think about these these deaths? These strange deaths coming from vape? It's been bizarre. Like this crazy unknown lung disease. 
You people know- thought this was safer, but it's obviously, well, not obviously, but apparently it may not be. I, uh, you want to know my honest opinion about that? I think uh, you legalize the uh, the use of cannabis, and all of a sudden that those types of things go away. Why would you think that? Why would you think that vaping goes away? Because it was kind of touted as the safe cigarette, right? Well, right. Not vaping necessarily, but the bootleg stuff that you're finding on the black market that is what's causing those deaths. Oh, um, so this is not really directly related to like tobacco. No, 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 no. It simply has to do with people taking chemicals and making their own vaping cartridges in their basement. And but, it's killing them. And it's killing people. And so it, what it is is... If, they're, most, trying to, they're trying to make synthetic marijuana. Maybe. Or they're using real THC in the product, but their product is very subpar, and they're using subpar you know, chemicals and things to make them, where if you legalize that sort of thing, then by all means... Yeah, I wasn't aware. I thought it was just people going in there and buying you know, flavored tobacco, putting it in their little e-cigarette, and they're having this crazy, strange lung disease. No, it has to do with uh, people making certain ones bootleg on the black market. <laughs> so if we had legalized marijuana, people would say, look, I don't need to make this on my own. All right, I just go out the store and buy it, and it's all been cleared through you know, whatever laboratories they do that stuff with, and all of a sudden, that thing goes away. Well, that kind of leads me down to a, another thought here. You know, the the insurance companies are a little bit behind the times with people who are vaping and how to rate them for life insurance sure. policies. If, if, how does this work in other states? You may not know this, but if they legalize marijuana in the state of Tennessee— what do you? How is it going to affect life insurance? Because in the past, if you said I'm a marijuana user, I assume they're going to decline you for for life insurance. But if it's legal, can they do that still? Or is, how's that going to work? I mean, they definitely could if they wanted to. But I'll be honest, um, a lot of the life apps I see don't ask anything about it. it used to be back in the day, it was nicotine, HIV, and like the hard drugs. Yep, that's typically what they ask for now. They don't usually, you know, cannabis is typically not in one of those questions. So, so what do they know that we don't? That's a good question. They're thinking maybe it's not a risk to your health like some of the other things. Some of the other stuff is. Or maybe there's no research there for them to know. That's true, too. I would almost put that to be it's hard to – but you think they would just say no and rate against it. Or at least test was, for it and go, hey, do you take right. any any illegal drugs? Right. And it's not always the case. Usually they're just looking for certain ones. That's really str- – I wonder what the life insurance – it's going to take them a while to catch up if if, if – marijuana is legalized in many more states. i'd like to know what they're time. doing in the other states what have they done right in those areas yeah we're so far behind here and, and we will be that it's it's hard for us to tell where is tennessee in doing this and legalizing marijuana well, is it, does it even come up for discussion at all uh yes there's some discussion about it but it never gets very far on a life insurance application, what are some of the sensitive areas people had need to watch out for? I'm not saying that they need to watch out and lie, but if you answer some of these questions incorrectly, it could lead to you getting a rating, a higher insurance premium on life insurance, or just flat out decline. And I know opiates or any type of painkiller prescribed or not is going to be one of those questions that's a little shaky. Yeah, it, it, a lot of the drug stuff, if they find things in your system that you had, don't have a prescription for or don't have a reason for it being there, there's going to be an issue. Um, you always want to tell the truth on these applications, especially when you're talking about life insurance because there's a lot of fiduciary stuff that goes in there. Um, if you have a current policy elsewhere, be sure you mention it, um, things of that nature. Yeah, I could see why somebody you know, they they have an incentive to to lie, but you know there's a lot of two year look back on many of this. If you die in the first two years, they can uh, for any they can go back and say, well, let's check your application, make sure you didn't tell any lies. Exactly. 
after that, I believe you're okay, right? Yeah, for the most part. You know, obviously you can't do something blatant and it be, you know, blatantly obvious, but I'm pretty sure even suicide is is covered at that point. Yeah, I think there's a two-year clause or suicide, maybe a one-year, depends on the policy maybe, but uh, they could go back and not pay the insurance claim, and every carrier is going to be different on this. And if you're buying life insurance, which most people would be buying it, to take care of the loved ones they leave behind, it would be really unfortunate not to have that claim paid. Agreed. All right, deal of the week time. What is the deal of the week from Middle Tennessee Insurance Group, a real-life case where they save their customers hundreds, if not thousands, by shopping their home and auto insurance? Pretty basic deal this week. Had a couple call. Um, they own their home, two cars, just small house. Um, their auto insurance was coming up for renewal. It had gone up just a little bit, not a not a lot, but enough for someone that's savvy and you know kind of understands you know what we do um, to give us a call. And it went up about two hundred dollars. I think their rate on renewal was two thousand three hundred eighty-seven bucks. Um, we went out, reshopped it for them, kind of poked around, see what we could find, and we've added some new carriers here. You know, within the last twelve months, we've had some new some new ammunition to kind of to fire at it, and I was able to write rewrite them for seventeen ninety eight. Um, for the same exact coverages, the only thing that changed was the name on the paper, and it happened to be a newer carrier that we just hadn't had in the past. Five or six hundred bucks a year savings. Yep, right off, you know, just just for moving the name on the paper. And when your your customers, your clients go from you know, they've already been with you, and you're just reshopping and saving money. Obviously, they're thrilled about the money. Is the conversation still a challenge to go from a carrier, a new carrier they've never heard of? Uh, similar to someone calling you off the radio or off maybe one of your other advertisements and going, hey, I'm, I've been with State Farm forever, happy, but I don't know this other carrier you're talking about. I'm kind of scared about that. Do they have the same reservations as a new person? Sure, absolutely. Um, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll pre- present you with a, a the absolute best quote we can find, and then we'll give you the absolute best name brand one we can find. That way you know where you stand, and if, and if it's worth it for $100 or $200 to – to save that money, then we'll do so. But if it, if it helps you sleep at night to stay with that name brand carrier, um, we have that as well. Middle Tennessee Insurance Group, they'll shop all of your lines of insurance. That's home, auto, business, life insurance, 898-0053 or online at MIDTNINSgroup.com. Stick around. There's more coming your way right after this short break. If you have a money question, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to JasonQualsCFP.com or call 878-2134 today. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. 
call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any financial products or seminar tickets. I'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Still in the house is Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. Now to talk about ways to cut your home insurance cost, if you can do so. If someone asks you, Mike, how do I lower my home insurance premium? Would you give them uh, a, a long list or would it simply be here's the, the main way to do it and it would be a pretty simple conversation we'd be talking about deductibles um, talking about any uh, optional coverages that may be on the policy um, probably a reshop would be in order just to see where we were rate wise that's a good that's a, these are the best place to start let's see if your current carrier is the cheapest yep they start there and then just kind of if they are the cheapest then we start looking at ways to make that particular policy cheaper through deductibles or where you're at um i had a conversation the other day with a gentleman who um we first did his insurance a few years back we got a thousand dollar deductible well now he's in a much better place financially he was very comfortable going to a twenty five hundred dollar deductible saved him a couple hundred bucks a year you know what i mean and and so for the fifteen hundred dollars more that he took on risk wise you know, it paid him 200 bucks a year to do so. So, you know, those conversations come up fairly often. And, you know, that's the easiest way to do things is to most simply just a few simple questions. Two thirds of American homes are underinsured by an average of more than 20%. That's according to Nationwide. So two thirds, 66% of the homes in America are underinsured by 20%. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I'd have to see it because it's hard to underinsure a house now with the inspections that happen and the way that everything's kind of underwritten. Is it because um, of the values increasing? That's going to do have something to do with it, but real estate values typically don't affect the cost to build near dollar to dollar. You know what I mean? It's going to somehow do it, right? Somehow it does. Well, and it does based on the fact of the size of the home you have to put on the lot. If the lot goes from 40000 to 80000 you got to put a much bigger home there to, to realize your your profit as a builder so i don't know it, to be underinsured by 20 percent, it's almost like they're almost intentionally doing it to keep rates down or keep premiums down or something yeah when you see someone that's underinsured what, what has normally been the reason because people and it's underinsured to me and this may be something they're going on is that yeah you may have your home insured for what you owe on it but that's not really what you should have it insured for could it be that that's not the build back cost that's why they're insured underinsured yeah if they're using any type of acv valuation or anything like that then that could very easily push things into the underinsured section of of how much their coverage amounts are um i would think that it have to be something to do with that because if not, when your insurance company goes to inspect and it's a full replacement cost policy, they're going to force you to up that to replacement cost. Some ideas to save on your home insurance. Do your homework. Make sure you're shopping around, talking to your agent every year, getting every available discount. And on the list as well as what Mike mentioned a minute ago, raise your deductible. Take your deductible a little higher, going from $500 to $1,000 a year, and your homeowner's deductible could save you as much as 25%. 
Uh, on the list, it's odd here. Consider flood insurance as a way to save on homeowners. How would that save you? I don't see how it would, to be <laughs> cost honest. you, right? Yeah, it's just going to cost you, and flood's not necessarily... If you're in a flood zone, it's not cheap, and those that have it know that. Um, I don't see... Unless there's a slight discount for having your having flood insurance with the same carrier your homeowner insurance would be. Maybe there's a small discount there, but not well, worth buying. When you buy homeowner's insurance... I guess most people who have a mortgage, they're having it paid through their escrow on their mortgage. They're paying property taxes and insurance through their mortgage payment, essentially. True. Typically, that's how it goes down. Are those home insurance premiums, is that an annual premium for anyone paying their home insurance monthly? Could they save some money by switching to an annual payment? Um, yes and no. It's always better to pay annually price-wise. Typically, home insurance doesn't get a paid-in-full discount because... Most people do pay in full via their escrow because escrow writes a check once a year for the premium. The only problem with that is typically escrow billed is seen differently than paid in full. Gotcha. So that's one nuance. I guess that would be carrier to carrier. It would be carrier to carrier. Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. What's the best way to reach out to you guys to shop all lines of insurance? 615-898-0053. This is Financial Coaching Radio with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. We're going to take another break. If you have a money question or a comment, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. We're back with you right after this. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever. So call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com. 615-445-5073. For all your real estate needs. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Back to Financial Coaching Radio, reminding you once again, listen to the show anytime, anywhere, via podcast, online at financialcoachingradio.com. All you got to do is click on archives, get the long list of all the past shows. Just briefly glancing through the list of the highest paid NBA players. Number one, actually tied. Now, number one, it's kind of glorified here as number one, 40.2 million, Steph Curry. That's 40.2 million. Russell Westbrook, 38.5. He's also tied with Chris Paul. 38.5. And I was thinking as I went through the list that 
Steph Curry doesn't make as much as uh, Chris Paul. Chris, uh, Steph Curry gets paid forty man. Chris Paul gets paid thirty eight man. But Chris Paul actually keeps to keep more of his money. Uh, I would speculate because there ain't no way that the taxes in Oklahoma are what they are in California. Uh, Steph Curry is probably losing 50-60% of his income to income taxes. And then he's got to pay out an agent and all that other stuff. But regardless of who he has to pay for services, could you believe how much tax you would pay on $40 million of income in the state of California versus what we have in Tennessee? We've got a high sales tax but no income tax. That would be uh, a consideration for me of being a professional athlete. You know, tax planning is a crucial part of financial planning. So is estate planning, insurance planning, investing, retirement, all that good stuff. Work with an independent fee-only CFP. Go to JasonQualsCFP.com for more. I'm out of here for today. I appreciate you listening today and every day. I'll be back at you tomorrow, same time, same channel, 4 o'clock every weekday. Stay tuned. More local talk is on the way.